world has wisdom. Some people get it late. Some people never get it. But less than half of the world has wisdom. Man. Yeah, yeah. The other half does not have enough wisdom to say what you said or to think what you said. Yeah. So I mean, you you gotta you gotta you gotta think of that perspective. It doesn't exist within everybody because because yeah. they haven't been exposed enough to to really sit in somebody else's fucking shoes. Yeah. The positive in that it it could be taught. You know, it can be taught. You know you know what I think is very very important. Uh, we if don't you, we don't coddle, man. You need to teach, and you know how you have arithmetic, you teach grammar, you teach all that stuff. Teach division. Not only that, teach the brain. Teach the. How does it work? How does it take the information? How does it break it down? How does drive work? Oof. How do how do you make a decision based on a fucking, you know? There's the prefrontal cortex. There's the the guy in the back. One is pulling the other guy's strings. The other guy's doing what the other guy's dirty work, and that's what makes you you. And you think, oh, I decided. No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah. It was chemical. Absolutely. There's, they even found a, a, an anomaly within certain people who have certain. Uh, They've caught a certain bacteria, which is like a disease, that's latched onto certain parts of their brain. And these people are, are like 80% more likely to, to drive their car into somebody else during traffic. They're 80% more likely to to put themselves in a, in a position to get hurt because that's what that, that little germ, that bacteria that's in you, wants. It needs you to get hurt because when you get hurt, your body goes into trauma. When you go into trauma, it feeds off that moment. Yeah. That's how that's how stomach bacteria works too. No, but I just to say you don't make all these conscious decisions. It's not you. It's there's beyond the filter. You. It's a filter. The you think you want it yeah. because there's something that latched onto your brain that's saying that's what wants. It needs to be satisfied. Do you know how powerful it is once you realize that awareness? Yeah, yeah, of course. Once you once, once you, you know that when you when, once you could find this. Hold on, I gotta stop myself. What's driving yeah. me at this moment? Control the brain control, instead of the, instead of the brain control controlling the you. Drives. Control the yeah. Yeah, 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 very. very all right. But, I, but Sorry, I mean, how many people do you know that can have that conversation with you? Two. Two. Or Thank three. You. Three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's, that's, and how many people do you know? And it's not George. This one. It's not that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just giving an example of, of wisdom. Like, I mean, I had this, these, these things. I never studied the brain. I never, I never have any technical background in anything. But I pay attention to things I, I read and things I, I, I watch. I like, I like scientific programming. I like, I like a lot of things that give me, that open the door for me. And, and it just, it answers questions that I've always thought. I just never developed them because I didn't go through those kind of outlets. Yeah. But that, that mixed in with my wisdom or my life experience, it, it really, it really like changes the way my perspective works and it, everything is about the perspective you 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 accept things with me. yeah yeah and it only comes with time and i believe that i believe that it's only and not only it's only wisdom and, I and feel again age and wisdom it it's unfortunate it doesn't equate it does though it doesn't it, it doesn't but it does you know what for, for look for everybody let's say you know a thousand people that have wisdom a hundred of them are young there's a there's a reason you know what I'm talking very, about. Yeah, very debatable. It's debatable Wisdom because it's is, not a fact. It's, but you could see, have a sense for what I'm saying. You're saying it's teachable. It is teachable. It's teachable. But it doesn't always come through teaching. It comes through experience for most people. Well, yeah, of course. And that's why I'm saying Knowle most of them are old because of experience. Knowledge without experience is just information. We get that. But at the same time, you cannot equate wisdom with old age. I know a lot of people that are very old with a lot of experience. Sometimes the information comes it. after the, the experience. And, and you got to think about it this way. In an exposure of information that we have today with the exposure of information we have today. Think about it. Somebody could change their mind 17 times in a day. Yeah. There's people that have led a whole lifetime, 50 years believing the same when thing. When they start connecting that's, the dots. That's a waste of 50 years. Think about it. 
because you've set to one idea in the billions and billions of opportunities, in the billions of different um, iterations, or what are they called? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, permutations, yeah. right? In the millions of those, somebody stuck with one idea or one ideology. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying the brain is a lot more than what we think it is. Yeah, I know, but doesn't make and us, we go, it doesn't make it doesn't make us a failure. It doesn't make us a failure. I mean, the fact that you know that took uh, two hundred thousand years of experience. I think it's the industrial age. Well, whatever. Let's go further back, right? But let's start with the industrial age because everything really stemmed from there in a way. The world that we know. There's the information age today. I think the next thing is the brain. There's gonna be there's gonna be a time where it's, we it's we, the last frontier. We understand the brain. The, the brain is, is what's going to open up everything else, I think. It's the last frontier. I think we're there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's once, you, once you take out the, the, the ego, you take away the ego, you take away the, the shackles of what you've been taught wrong and uh, maybe certain ideologies, and you, you just open up your, all your senses freely without filtering, and you accept information better, everything's going to change. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's... And we have to be careful slow with information. And study. And, that's and, slow and, and study. That's yeah. what I tell my students. I tell my students, because I teach engineering, and like, right, there's a little bit of engineering, there's a little bit of science, physics, a little biology, a little chemistry, and it's all into one, right? And you teach them. Don't focus on the information. That's what I teach. Don't focus on the information. Yeah. Information is not valuable anymore. Why? Because everyone has access to yeah, it. It's about having sense. If everyone has access to it, by definition, it's less valuable. Having if, a sense. There you go. So it's, yeah. what do you do with it? What is applied knowledge now? Yeah. How, how do you take that information and do something with it? Yeah. That's the skill today. It's not information. No, it's about the, schools, it's about uh, creativity. That's right. Schools were the gatekeepers of information. They held it like this. Yeah. So if you wanted it's the information, it, yeah. it was either an encyclopedia or you had to go to school. Today, are you kidding me? Yeah. Nobody holds information. It's accessible to everyone. Isn't that beautiful? It's beautiful, but it's less valuable. So what's next? It's what you do with it. It's developing people. The brain is next. Developing people. Yeah. yeah. You're you're absolutely correct, yeah. man. But I mean, we're lucky enough to be living this, man. I think we're, uh, we're recording. Yeah, man, we're okay, recording. Okay, I think people are going to think we just smoked a joint and talking about this. <laughs> no, be, it, it went like this. The interesting is it's legal. <laughs> we, we were getting ready to record, and uh, we, we started having this conversation the minute Chris walked into my house. I'm like, you know what? Let me just press record and see what happens. Chris so, was angry today. <laughs> I only slept five hours. He only slept three, four hours there. Uh, so, yeah. Um, hello, everyone, and uh, welcome, obviously, to another episode of the back... Oh, no, not the backstage pot. Gamiseta. Uh, retake. Uh, <laughs> no, now we can't use any of the beginning. Yeah, no, we'll any of scrap. You have to edit that part. Yeah, yeah I got confused with the other podcast. Uh, welcome to Just Us Dads. That's the podcast that you're listening to. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank you for all the feedback. We've been getting some awesome, uh, awesome feedback on uh, the previous episodes. Friends or strangers? Uh, friends and strangers. Okay, good. Uh, nice. Which is a good thing. Uh, obviously, this is something that we're doing for fun. Uh, just a bunch of dads getting together talking about being dads uh and you know sometimes we uh and the dad in the world and the, yeah we we get into this uh Role. philosophical uh, debate uh so yeah so i let that record uh thanks for coming man it's the first time we're recording on a weekend yeah. how did that happen i don't know but it's not happening again <laughs> It's my birthday, so I could have asked for anything. Yeah, I was going to get to that, man. Happy birthday. <laughs> thank you, sir. Happy birthday, George. Thank you, thank you. Uh, our big teddy bear. How old are you now? 41. 
I thought you were much older. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I should go dye my hair or something. <laughs> you know what would be funny if you show up one day with a wig? <laughs> That's done. You're done. Yeah. Like with a line. It's going to be so unbelievable. <laughs> But I think uh, j- just for fun, you just walk and act normal. Hey guys, what's up? Full set of hair. <laughs> like a stanza. On, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and just record it, see what people say. <laughs> oh, man, that's so funny. Uh, what are you doing for your birthday? Are you doing anything? Uh, you doing uh, we did it last night. Went out for a big, big, big steak. Were you invited, George? <laughs> I wasn't invited either, right? No, no. You, you work all the time. <laughs> you were eating at midnight at somebody else's house. Yeah, you guys we, had plans, so I knew. I sensed it. He, he, I, I have the wisdom. It. He felt it. He's like, these guys have plans on Saturdays. Forget it. No, but it's okay, man. You know, sometimes you don't want to be with other people, man. You just want to... That wasn't it at all. It's just if I saw you last night, today's conversation would suck. That's true, too. We, we would have worn out all the all the information. No, but you, you, you just said something. How much do you guys value solitude? Oh, my, oh my God. God. I look, I'm a, I mean, I've been such a, like... Isolated my whole life. I say it I and need... I feel bad for my family saying this, uh, but I value it so much. I just, sometimes I just want to be alone and not even with me. Yeah. I don't even want to hear me. Yeah, yeah. I just, <laughs> you want to be a, just like a fly I, on the wall. Yeah. Everything else is happening. That's right. You have no, no That's part right. of any That's of right. it. Yeah, I hear you. And it's tough, bro, because when you have your house and everything's going on, kids are running around, you don't have that space necessarily to take that time and be by yourself. Oh, oh, you, know, oh. you know where my fortress of solitude is? The toilet. On the toilet, not man. Kidding. Do, 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 do. Are you done in there? Oh, my stomach. I, I'm not feeling too well. <laughs> how, long do you, how long do you stay? I don't, I don't fake it. I can easily go half an hour. My standard is uh, 20 minutes. That's my base. I can do 40. <laughs> but in my 40... Uh, you're 10, like, yeah, 10. but you're 40 and you're, you, you stand up and you're wondering if your left leg's going to handle the weight because it's numb. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm sure that if my wife were here, she'd probably contradict me and like probably bring out a number like maybe closer to an hour but an easy, hour. easily an hour no, so, yeah. so let's uh, say, easily half an hour so, i mean so let's say you you break the the hour you have 10 minutes of the stuff you got to do number mm-hmm. one number two or you have a little social media uh, yeah do you fit in masturbation in there uh <laughs> no no not even close no yes no you guys will masturbate <laughs> we're gonna get there eh I know, just a question. I think everybody masturbates. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I think, I think uh, any any guy that will tell you he doesn't is probably not normal. They're all liars. Uh, because it's part of your it's part of your solitude, right? It's I know of- I know guys and and I know guys that sex is the one thing and masturbation is the total other thing. <laughs> it's two it's two different things. It's yeah. not it's not even the same. It's not even being sexual. It's it's one thing is it, one. And- it's definitely conversed that way. <laughs> it's it's two isolated conversations completely. <laughs> Well, look, what, what, how old are you when you started masturbating? God, man, I don't know, man. Uh, probably elementary school. Wow. Like, is that eight, nine? No, bro. Ten? No, like towards the end. Grade five, grade six. Wait, wait, wait this, this is the question. Were you able to come or no come? Oh, man. What? Where is this? Are we going down this path? My sister watches this podcast. I started so early that there was no come. That's how early it was. I'm saying my this because I, I, I have a 10-year-old boy. We can't, we, I can't believe we're having this conversation. A, no, it's a conversation okay. that everybody has. Everybody, yeah. You know, conversations that everybody thinks about, it doesn't have, it's okay, still a conversation. How about, how about we talk about it and how it relates to fatherhood? What's, versus that's, versus like how that old was the segue. Start? I'm going into well, that to tell you that I have a 10-year-old kid. Just because just it's making me very uncomfortable. And you know what happens? You're comfortable? No. I'm, just, no, I'm exaggerating. No, I'm exaggerating. Why? You, you, think, you think your kid is there? I think my kid is going to be there any day. 
I, I'm gonna tell you. I, I, I'm gonna tell you something. He, he, I, I, before you continue, I'm sorry to yeah. interrupt you, but I have a four and a six. Yeah. And my fourth is closer to my to it than my six. What? Yeah. Did you have to do that? He gives, he gives yeah, attention. You've been too close. It was. Uh, oh, sorry. He pay, he gives certain attentions. I. He's done some things he needs his personal time with. No, he, guys, you know. He, I've interrupted. I had to stop him. And no, because maybe he's discovering, though, man. Maybe he's, he's totally I don't discovering. Know, I don't have guys. I don't no, have boys. I, I don't know how that is. I stopped him, and somehow he he's controlled himself. I guess he he takes my my rule. My I guess I, I created a rule, I guess, and he's, he's following it. But he definitely gave attention to it. Wow. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's there. It's there. You guys, you can't avoid it. It's there. No, it's, it's it's sort of like a like it's a, a discovery. It's sort of like a, like a baby dog that's humping everything. It doesn't well, yeah, realize why, you know. That's it's, your four year old. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Not, not quite like that. I'm just, yeah, no, I'm just trying it. to compare it to something. I got it. I got it. But, but it, he, guys, he, it's there. he he doesn't know why. Showers just, become longer, right? And how does it work? It's like after a certain point, you start washing yourself, and then you start washing there, and it's it's like, hey, let me let me let me yeah, wash a little longer. That feels funny. That feels nice. Yeah. Let me let me let me start washing a little bit longer. Yeah. And then, you know, you know how I'll know. I think how I'll know. I'll know when he starts locking the door. Well, no, not necessarily. Do you have a curtain maybe, maybe, or glass? You know what he does today? You, no, know, but you, you know how my son showers today? Door fully open, and he watches the TV. So he showers while he watches TV. <laughs> you have a you have a glass. And I've even caught I've even caught him on the can. That's so funny. Playing video games. You've told me about that. With the door open. Yeah. Yeah. That that's yeah that's uh, that's borderline obsession though. Absolutely. Well, of course. You think? Of course you think is. if you had a view of your TV from your shower, you wouldn't have done it? Well, look, I don't watch a lot of TV, so I. I know it's funny. Maybe talking about when you were ten. Sorry, to, sorry to interrupt. Guaranteed. Sorry to interrupt. But we called a ten-year-old obsessed with pooping on the can with the TV, right? And we just said that how we all bring our phones yeah. and it's, take an hour. It's just yeah. that the poor kid, yeah. his parents just won't Guys, buy him a phone. That's the upset. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It's the We're equivalent. all obsessed with that. It's the equivalent. I've been on the can for so long, I don't remember if I have, if I've wiped or not. I've, I'm like, uh, did I, oh, did scatology. Wow. Scatology. Have I wiped yet or not? I, oh I can't remember. That's how long it is. Hey, me, it always ends with a wipe. I can't, I so mean, I can never forget. I get to a point where I if don't If I remember. wiped, there's no reason for me to stay there. But just to prove a point of how long I can sit there. Why would you wipe and stay? Yeah, that's a good point. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you might do it again. You might have some more after a while. You know? No, because you just want to just stay in that space. You know? <laughs> Let me get rid of all the shit and I, stay here. I've stayed so long, like this part has gone numb. No, like, my, my leg falls asleep. You'll fall asleep. I have to like watch out when I stand up. Apparently, that's not very healthy, eh? What? Uh, sitting for a long periods of time. No, no, it's not good. It's good to alternate. Can we do an, an hour a day is good? No, no, I'm, I, and because I, I read up on this, um, there's a certain position that is um, more beneficial for you to sit and uh, mm. and take a crap. Oh yeah, like your legs have to be kind of elevated. Yeah. Like if you if you poop and you put a um, like a little bench or something like a uh, like Cirque du Soleil footstool, a footstool, a footstool yeah. so that your legs. I, I don't know exactly. It, the, it, the, it forces you into the fetal position, which lets you empty fat. Better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's, okay. like, there's like science behind this. There is. Yeah, there's science behind everything, yeah. The, the real way we, we would defecate yeah. was in, in the forest. <laughs> squatting. Squatting. Squatting to the ground. Because you know, the higher you are from the ground, the higher, the higher, the, the, the bigger the splash ratio. <laughs> it's not complicated. So you so, go lower to the ground George, so you can just sit there. Are you saying the future of bathrooms is just going to be back to a hole on the ground? No. 
Okay. No, no. I'm just saying there's, there's <laughs> that's probably our more natural, more logical yeah. position. Don't they have something like that? Like, I think it's in Japan where the toilets are like special. Everything's small in Japan. In Europe, too. Japan's next level. I think they sleep oh, yeah. in drawers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they, they sleep do. in drawers. They I've seen that. There was a documentary on uh, apartments in, in mm-hmm. Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Well, They're seen very it. Like the size of this room, basically. That's the whole apartment. Your desk is your 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 dinner table, and it's also your bed after. Yeah, like you fold the bed folds, or yeah, yeah, yeah. You have little compartments to isolate your. If when it's your office, you have your stu- office stuff in there. When it's your dinner table, it's there. Yeah, that's crazy. You can't have a you can't have a pet. Most places you, you can't. Have a, you can have a bird, or a turtle. <laughs> no, most apartment buildings you can't have any pets. A hamster. <laughs> they don't do much. They stay in a little cage. <laughs> When you have 100 square feet to use, that one square foot is something, man. It's 1% of your stuff. Speaking of pets, none of us here has any. Uh, uh, no. No. Is this a conversation? Well, you, yeah, you I have do a, have. You do have, have a pet that you like neglect to see how long it could survive? I, I just want it to go away. We got two two little fish. My mother-in-law brought them uh, last year, exactly. Last Animal year activists turn off the volume. No, no, no. It's not, uh, there's no cruelty here, man. It's just one of them died like a couple months later. The other one is still surviving a year later. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't think fish are pet. You don't consider it a pet. Well, it's yeah, an animal. It's, it's in your house. I consider it decoration. <laughs> yeah, it could be very decorative. But are you having that discussion? Like your kids want dogs, cats, or I don't know what. A dog wants a kid wants a dog to play for two two weeks, and then it becomes the parent's responsibility for fifteen years. And and <laughs> you get really attached, eh, to yeah. a dog. Well, because you take care of them. My what cousin, was it all for? My cousins had one. We you know they lived downstairs, and they and it becomes a member of your family. Like that's that's, that's what. No, it but is. the parent has to accept that it's their dog to for, take care for of. For me, it's a no no, guys. I'm too irresponsible. It's not fair to the dog. I love dogs. I love cats. My parents, I had a cat. Now it's my parents' cat. Self-sufficient. But uh, yeah, but a dog is a lot of responsibility and I'm irresponsible and it's not fair to the dog. I'll repeat. No, that's a very good point you're yeah, making because yeah, yeah, yeah. most most problems I love with dog dogs. owners is they don't yeah, have responsible I'm, enough and they decide to go buy dogs. Like, yeah, I'd be a bad dog owner. And bad, it's not because I hate the dog. No, I love dogs. And it's what, just, bad dog owners make use you know unnecessary suffering for an animal that's right you know? that's right and i don't think my my son is there every kid is there because they, it's cute and it's they can fun play. it's what you said it's what you said yeah, it's two weeks of fun and two weeks of fun I'm and done. then 15 years of responsibility for the parents the, the kid goes back to it hey it's my dog it's like yeah when was the last time you walked it doesn't matter you bought it for me okay yeah there you go yeah, but then it so becomes, yeah, it's no. But no, but it becomes like a member of your family where it becomes just normal. You, you, you like the same way you come into a pattern uh, with raising your children. It's like okay, we got to take care of the dog now. Okay, well, a dog, a dog a is like a toddler; never grows up. That's what but, it is. But you it's a know what? Boy. If you look, if you're gonna get the pet to entertain yourself, it's the wrong reason. If you get the pet to start teaching your son. Responsibility. Maybe responsibility, you know, how to be attached, care. how to care, yeah, how to care. And it's fine. Yeah, and you start with turtles. Look, you don't, you looking, don't start with yeah, outside that's of yourself. That's what I was going to say. You don't start with a dog. You don't start with a golden retriever. No. You start with a turtle or well, a hamster. Turtles, George tur- likes hamsters. Turtles stink, man. It's okay. Dogs too. I know, but I think turtles are stink more. The fish stinks too, man. Trust me. I yeah. wash that bowl every but couple it's, days. It's disgusting. Jesus, man. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> I We had, we had goldfish. Uh, I think it was... Uh, was it a six-week experiment? Did it make it that long? I don't know. I'm surprised that thing has st- stayed alive for over a year. Uh, it's a yeah. red fish. I don't know if I don't think it's a goldfish. It's red, so obviously it's not goldfish. 
The other one, though, was a... Was it a... I can't remember what the other one looked like. Goldfish are red. They have, they have a, like a, a golden shimmer, but beneath it all the red. But this is like red, red. I don't know if it's, I don't think it's a goldfish. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay. Cool. You guys are done? <laughs> you want to go back to talking about thinking of crap? You're no, the expert. I'm, I'm just saying that, that was a lot of conversation for a goldfish. It was. Yeah. Well, you're talking about pets. It's the only one we have in this room. Yeah. I grew up with, with budgies. Yeah, me too. They woke, they woke me up every morning, but I, I liked them. My dad would cover them. They're a little... Uh, At act- night. Or during the day, you mean. <laughs> when they weren't behaving. When they weren't behaving, put them in the dark. <laughs> uh, they, were, they were a little bit like uh, erratic people, just... <laughs> like for every little thing, they just go crazy. That was an unbelievable impression, though. <laughs> Everything was like that. Every little thing would make them tr- would trigger something. Yeah, yeah. They were a little erratic, but uh, I, I liked having them in the house. But again, very messy. So you went out yesterday for your birthday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A restaurant? A restaurant, yeah. You want to know the name? Yeah. But I don't care. Bat- really Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. Nice. Candiac. Good steak. Great good steak. steak over yeah. there. Have you been to Candiac with me? No, but I've been to Baton Rouge. The one in Candiac is exceptionally good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You want to go there after? Uh, man. Man. No, I have to go. I have to go. I have to leave at one thirty. Sorry. <laughs> we have to be where? Soccer. Oh, you're driving soccer. You have to be at soccer at one thirty. Just soccer. It's just soccer all the time. Chris's answer for everything is soccer. Soccer. What are you doing? Soccer. Soccer. <laughs> what do you think yesterday? Soccer. There's so much soccer in today, and we're skipping a soccer event. Wow. Yeah, and there's still soccer. How is that possible? How many things is he involved in? How many soccer okay. federation? He things? plays. He plays with uh, Panelinos. So that's his team. That's his league. He's also part of Puma. This is the team that goes to represent Canada in Barcelona, which we're going in April. Um, then there's La Liga. Can which, I come? Sure. <laughs> His coach kind of calls him to help out. La Liga? Yeah. So all of these three have games. All of these three teams Today? have practices. No, I'm just saying that's what happens in the week, right? And then there's uh, this other thing where uh, we pay this coach to show him certain skills and like athletic stuff and and skill and dribbling and on the personal stuff, right? Because the coach doesn't have the time to go through everything. Right. So that's a lot of soccer. Hold on, I'm not so sure the camera's charging. That is a lot of soccer. It's a lot of soccer. It is a lot of soccer. And I think the fact that you keep it uh, in so many different places, that diversity doesn't make him bored. No. A, doesn't make him hate the same issues he's having with his team. Like, that guy's not pulling his weight, and I'm always always overworking for him. Like, yeah, he's getting exposed it, it, to a lot of you things. You break away yeah. from that, yeah, and, yeah. and you feel better because you're, you're, you set up with another lineman who's better than that other yeah, guy. Yeah. You feel better. And then you set up with another lineman who's actually better than you, which drives you a little more. Yeah, yeah. So it's good that he doesn't get sick of it because if you're always playing with the same team with the same issues, you never get over that. Yeah, yeah. He's, and he's exposed to, like, three, four coaches. But so. it seems like it's a lot. It's it a constant. A it These is. three are all year long. Uh, pretty much. Actually, we're taking a different approach we're, with my son. Pretty much. That's why I took him out of Taekwondo. But we're, I want to start boxing. We're doing, we're doing th- right now, we added a, a third sport. But only because I'm, I, want him, I want him to decide what he likes. I don't want to decide for him. So he does Kung Fu? Kung Fu, which he's been doing since he was three. Uh, he does uh, basketball. He's been doing since he was doing f- uh, in the fall until uh, December, which is going to start again now until June. Every Friday, they're planning to schedule. And uh, we're starting swimming next Sunday. Okay, okay, yeah, it's normal. Swimming is always part of it. Yeah, I know, but those are three, like the Kung Fu is three times a week. Basketball is once, and swimming is once. 
And once we introduced him to basketball, he cares less about Kung Fu. He, he, I think it's like him saying, I'm ready for the team yeah, dynamic. He, he I naturally I, gravitated to one. Yeah, yeah. It's automatic. Yeah, it's the fine. moment that he was he was introduced to it, he loves it. Love it. That's he fine. wants to practice it. He wants to play it. That's amazing. He has less interest in the other one. So I'm keeping him the other one because I don't want him to have regrets either. Maybe mm. I'm waiting for the, yeah. the subscription to, to at least run out before I make a decision. Yeah. Well, he's going to make a decision. I think I'm, I'm going to help him make a decision. I think you're doing it the right way. And I know he's going to love the swimming because he, he's always loved playing in the water and all that. This is the old one, right? Yeah. My no, younger one doesn't want to do anything outside of the house. <laughs> he wants yeah. to do the kung fu exercise at home with me, but he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to do it in a group. He doesn't want to do it in is a he class. Shy? He's not shy. He's, they're both very shy. Oh, yeah. yeah he's yeah. very shy, shy, and he doesn't like doing things under pressure. To him, doing things under the pressure is doing it under the wrong circumstances. It's not his thing. He doesn't thrive. Where my eldest, he's pretty good under pressure. He It motivates him. It um, it makes him uh, realize the importance of things, and he, he, he values it. Yeah. You know? They're very different. But my younger one is very creative. He, I could leave him with two little figurines and he'll play in six different rooms in the house for two hours straight by himself and the whole time he's talking out a story between them. He's, he loves, he loves yeah. storytelling. Yeah. Mm. He loves yeah. storytelling. My daughter's like that. Yeah. He, by, I mean, it's totally independent when he's doing that. Otherwise, he constantly wants, you know, company, help. No, but, but do you see that as something that in school, the institution of school, right? Academia. It doesn't, right, doesn't, doesn't dissect. You, you don't get any of no, that. There. No, you get stuck being part so, of the whole picture. So if that is his genius, his, his inside genius, yeah. he's never going to be able to hone it or de- develop it. Well, it's up to me to, to keep that spark going after the school. Yeah. You, need, you need the school. You need the school. You need the school. You need but the you, math. You need the logic. I believe you need you, the social component. You, you need, need less to play. Of it. You know what, what what I found out this week from his daycare teacher? This wow. is this is hilarious. I, I was relieved and scared at the same time. He loves to bring minimum two toys every every day. It's usually two figurines, uh, same size. Sometimes it's the big ones. Do they allow that? Uh, yeah, I've yeah. been there forever. Whatever. Yeah, they're, they're, it's a kid's daycare. It's not school, right? So they let the kid be comfortable. And uh, every day. He brings them, and he always says one is for his friend. Sometimes he asks me to bring a third and fourth one. I usually don't because he's not very responsible. He tends to lose things. Mm-hmm. Like the, on Friday, he lost the two that he brought, gone. Maybe somebody took it home by mistake. I don't know. They usually show up slowly, slowly with time. And she told me his favorite thing is when he brings his toys in the morning, he tries to make them something that his friends want. So the whole class is, is competing for his toys. He creates this this buzz. And then he decides who takes the toy, which creates status in the class. He decides who has the status in this class. <laughs> Get out. The boss. You listening to this? Yeah, He's pulling the strings. Yeah. He's saying who's going to be part of the crew, and he decides with these little trinkets. Leadership. He's he's take, but he has he has two kids that are bullies in this class. Okay, they're bigger than him. So they one of them get, is bigger and stronger. Yeah. So he he could tell. So he's a little a little physical. He's smart enough to back off from the physical because he's not very confrontational that way. Mm-hmm. He is at home, but not with with other kids. And there's another kid who's also I guess because of the other kid being so aggressive, he he his aggressiveness surfaces I guess to as a as a defense mechanism, right? Mm-hmm. He's found this way, so they're all chasing him now. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. And he, and, he, and he decides who's the one who's going to 
hold the power today. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's amazing that he that, that he hasn't thought of bringing them just because he wants to play at school, no, but no, no, just no. to it, use them. He found, said, better use, found better use. He found better use. He's he's created like look, I'm the leader because you all want what I got. And I decide who's cool today. Ha ha! You're on my team today. So he's like, he's telling people, "You can join my team now. I'm I'm the I'm the gorilla in charge. You could be on my team now because I handed you the baton." Yeah, hey, it's interesting. I was very relieved that he can control himself well in social situations, not lose his status because it's important. We all we all have our measuring sticks, right? But I was also worried that he, I don't want him to to like hurt people that way either. You know, don't leave don't leave good people behind. You know. Mm. Yeah, but I was relieved. I don't have to worry about him. He has. You he like had, that? You like that? I like that he he found his own way, man. But wait, wait. Like, when the teacher it. said it, right? When the teacher gave you the news, yeah. What was the tone? You should worry about this, or I'm really proud of him. In her? Yeah. Her. 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 She's saying it like that's his favorite thing, making his friends want his story. But is she happy? She was. She, she was, was saying happy. how cute okay, it is. She saw it as she saw it how clever she he is. She saw it as a good thing. A okay. sign of intelligence, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. George, what are you doing? I'm just not sure the battery is charging, and I don't yeah. want the video to. Uh, it's fine. Technical difficulty. It's fine. It's a little embarrassing. But yeah, I, I'm. St I'm starting to think. I don't want to. I'm not talking down on academia. I'm just kind of talking up on other skills that and I'm, i'm starting to think that school doesn't give everything and you know what there's 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 a big well, portion. hold on which 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 part when you're on the edge the education part i'm not talking i'm, I'm saying that i i as, as i'm growing older i tend to value the the social component more That's, uh, the, what I, to help you position yourself. You know, you know the the, the, the bigger words, the bigger words like the, the determination, the commitment, perseverance. All those words, I find you can. I think when I see Erasmo play, when I see him in the soccer team, when I see the commitment, when I see the the synergy, the teamwork in, I find there's more value there. I find school with the arithmetic and the technical knowledge is good, but you know what? it should be rearranged. It, sh it should be a 60-40. Yeah, it can't be just a hundred percent. Well, that's bad. because you you want the grade. No, I, I never I, cared I, about. I, grades. I think I think school is just to be passed. You just gotta pass. I always felt that way. I you, think that standardizing that is wrong. I think you just gotta like the the kid. He he. I don't think he's he's ready to decide the, what kind of uh, direction he wants to take until he's like 18 years old. No, right? but I I just don't think that's all that matters. What? what schools teach now you need it you need to write you need to read you need you need to to do your division you need to, to learn how to share you need to know you need to think you need to think but that's not all no 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 of course i'm agreeing with you yeah i'm agreeing it, with you it's it, that's 60 percent like, I mean, there's I'm, another 40 percent that is like it's 40 percent meaning that we, you, you don't get it from school you what's get it from the sports. oldest adage uh, one of the oldest adages it's not what you know it's always who you know mm -hmm. you know so that that social component is it's always going to be there it's always going to you, you gotta be if you don't have if you're not strong in that it, it, it won't It'll it can work against you. Yeah, but I'm not only talking about the um, like the, the social component. I'm well, the, the sports teams is part of it too. I'll give you an example. What you said about your kid. Yeah. All right. He was able to figure that out. Yeah. Now you're going to tell me, yeah, it isn't in a school setting. I get it. It's in a school no, setting. Group setting. It's just in, it's in just, a group it's, setting. It's, it's it's a peer group. That's all it is. You're amongst your peers. You're practicing your skills on your peers, man. Maybe I'm not expressing myself the right way. No, but I mean, look. What I'm trying to say is that is from the, what I've seen from academia 
and sports. Yeah. I think sports teaches better values, principles of living that are going to be more helpful than just the technical school part. I'm I'm agreeing with you. Just for I so I can clarify myself. The I was gonna get to this. The the sports component. It's a team component. And again, team is a pure thing. But not only team. No, I know. It's beating yourself. Being challenging yourself. Challenging but yourself. But for, for other people's benefit. Yeah. For a the, whole team's yeah, benefit. Yeah, Self awareness. Yeah. How you are. How you grow. Yeah. How to listen. When you pull through for your friends, they appreciate you. They, they yeah. rise you. It's part of the subordination. The pure, it's part of the pure the peer support thing. Right? Another thing I see. I see a lot of the kids. They're not able to take instructions. And you know what? If you guys have uh, I've looked Those at leadership. Those kids need Kung Fu because it's an individual well, obviously, effort. Yeah, but that's the discipline part. But at the same time, if you're not able to follow instruction well, you can never lead well. So, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, but I mean, if you can't follow instruction, the team setting is not always the best option because you're, you're you're delaying everybody else. Well, unless... Yeah. And, and, you're, and they, they resent you more. Unless that's the setting where you can learn it. But I think that there's a, the combination of both that is also necessary. You know what I mean? I mean, if you're focusing too much... The thing is, much- the class is, is good in, in the same way. Because a class really replicates, like a, an, like a school, the classroom replicates a kung fu class. So you have a group setting. So you have certain things about being in a group you have to manage. So, you know, keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. Other Everybody needs yeah. to listen. Uh, you have an instructor that you're following. You have a, a a peer who you can who can you can take an example for if you're not sure, and the effort is individual. You're not hurting anybody else if you're not doing well. Yeah, that's the study. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's exactly what a school is, which is you need that because for all these reasons we just said, but you need the the sports and the the team for for all this other stuff. And I think it's the peer setting, that peer you're you're doing well for you, but when it rewards the team, they rise you. It gives you status, yeah, and it's yeah. a social. Reward community. yourself, yeah. but the team gets rewarded as well, and that g- rises you socially within the group. So, are you talking about? Are you saying that the kids that are homeschooled have a disadvantage? Do you know any In kids the that job have been market, homeschooled? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, you do. They're, no. they're going through it right now. But I know it's very, very, very popular. It's becoming very popular. Look, homeschooling it, is something that's gonna. Homeschooling is the future, guys. It's the future because it takes away. Like, I mean, it takes away bullying, I guess. It takes away uh, losing friends, but you're not yeah, necessarily making friends. Aren't those things part of the experiences that are going to shape you? Like how to deal with rejection, how to, de- how to deal with a bully, how to deal yeah, with, you yeah. know, uh, I don't know, anything. It doesn't. Because today it doesn't. You, you're right if you let kids deal with the situation themselves. That's not what happens today. No. Today, people step in. Yeah. And figure it out for the kids. So there's no lesson no, there. Not necessarily. You punish man. the bully. Yeah, Look, my kids aren't I mean. in school yet, but I imagine you know eventually they're gonna go play out in the courtyard or whatever. There's not always gonna be someone then to intervene and to kind of guide them to a certain path, right? I mean, they're gonna develop certain um, uh, certain reflexes, and they're gonna learn from either experiences, uh, from other um, losses, or you know gains, or whatever it is that they're gonna learn during the whole I day. Find- but if you're in a setting at home with a mom or a dad teaching you or a private instructor or whatever it is and you're alone. You become awkward. Yeah, you know? Well, yeah, Alexander the Great. Yeah, could be. But all I'm saying is that if you let kids grow the, the way they needed to grow, they would figure certain things out by themselves. Yeah, independence. And what parents do today, and that's what they call bulldozing parents or helicopter parents. because Yeah, all are, it's like we're trying to protect everything. What happens is we don't help the kids. 
we, we help them so much that we're not helping them. So the idea we're here bre- is... We're breaking down every little move they make and, and telling them to go back and fix it. No, they're always looking for us. Okay, who's going to fix my problem? I have a problem. Mm. Who's going to fix it? Where's the parent? Where's the teacher? There's, they're always looking for an adult to, to figure out their problem. That's not the way you got to do it. No. In the lane, let's say we're playing in the lane, right? Mm-hmm. Back in the 80s, in the lane. Your mom and your dad weren't there all the time. They, were I never, had to they fig- weren't there. They were you know, there. I, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you figured a way to do the right thing, whether it was a fight, an altercation, whatever it was, but you figure out a certain way and yeah. you became friends and then you were enemies and then you were friends again yeah. and then you figure out your, your, your position in the lane, in that society. You knew what the hierarchy was because there were older yeah. people that were maybe more dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. You knew you had to take care of the little one because, hey, he's a little more vulnerable. You see, there's no one there to teach you that. But you teach that. Today, parents and teachers intervene way too much. So there's you don't get the development process. Yep. That's all I'm saying. Yep. And in the soccer field, you know what? You get more of that. You teach, you learn things different. I'm not saying soccer. It could be any sport. Yeah. I'm just saying that, yeah. guys, first of all, in an eight-hour day, why not have an hour of gym? Why not have two hours of gym? Isn't nutrition and uh, wellness what, what, and what fitness... What is it now? What do they have? Nothing. They have 10 minutes, then it's 20 seven, minutes. It's a seven-day schedule, and gym is, I think, twice. Guys, it's very... It's nothing. It's nothing. But... Shouldn't they know about their food? Shouldn't uh, they know on. about nutrition? Shouldn't yeah, they, they're gonna, they teach that, no? Yeah, yeah they do. They do. They're, they're, trust well, me. They did for us. There's way too much yeah, information on the food groups we and don't all need that. to learn. There's too much... I'm, I'm telling you. And no. the way they do math... Guys, you know how they learn division today? No. <laughs> With a calculator. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Calculator is fine. You should be able to do a long division in, I don't know, five seconds, six seconds, a long one, 25 seconds. The way they're teaching them now, it might take seven minutes. I'm serious. How so? But maybe that's just the beginning. Maybe it's just an That is just crazy. How so? Because they have to break things into groups and then it's all these... Like next time, I'll just bring an example, and we'll do it together. And I'm gonna time you, and then I'm gonna time you. It's less flowing. They have to make little circles and little balls and group things into little things, and then bigger groups. And it's it's just it's it's useless. I'm just telling you, too many experts around this field, too many people on the high level that haven't been in a class for a really long time calling the shots, and that doesn't work. It just doesn't work. All I'm saying is I'm getting, and I'm not saying this to, to to shit on academics and schools. I'm just saying they have to change. The world is changing and these people are 90 years behind. Technology is so ahead and education is so behind that we're losing our kids' education to technology. Your kid is going to learn more by watching 17 YouTube uh, videos than listening to, to a school teacher that, which doesn't understand anything. All I'm saying is that. I'm not saying eradicate one. I'm just saying that that has to morph into something different. It has to change. It has to reform. Honestly, Look, my, my kid's school is a lot different than my school. The way the setting in the class are just yeah, it's a, it's a little bit better. No, go ahead. No. I find it's more open, the concept. It's more, uh, yeah, you listen to the teacher. We come in, we sit in the front. She puts something. There's a screen. She has her computer. She she does something, some interactive stuff. Mm-hmm. She lets them express themselves. Good, good. They sit on the floor around her. She sits there with them too. They get turns. It's uh, They feel very f- free to express themselves. Where us, it was just... 30 desks facing the same direction and the kid who moved less was rewarded. Yeah. You know, it, so, there is, so, so there is improvement. There is improvement. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just saying they're, they not, be, they're not all the same. No, no, I know. But you understand what I'm saying where it, 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 need, it needs to, to change a little bit. It needs to change a little bit but uh, as long as it's done in small 
and the, small and the, changes at a time because they could go the wrong direction also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there, there's, there's, you always need the. I'm gonna tell you <clears throat> when I when I visit my my son's class, and they describe, and I've seen my son in class like on his first day of grade one. We all we all went, and the parents were sitting, and the kids were in the front, and. I remember I thought back to my first day of grade one and it was so negative, uncomfortable. I felt uh, I could I could so screw up and get punished for this. And and then I look at them, they felt so relaxed and at ease. I've, I've, it, it seems like they would have absorbed information better under those circumstances than ours. Yeah. You know? The, the other, yeah. If you're not, if you're lacking discipline, you can't learn basically well, the way it was. Discipline is a word that's been trivialized today. And it it's almost has no value. And I think it's probably the most valuable word after attitude. For me, it's attitude and discipline. If you're able to really, really master those two words, yeah. I think you can have everything you want in life. But today, those are not very important. But that's another thing. What I want to say is that where I... And I'm trying to get involved in this kind of thing, like education. Their desks this, are like desks of five people. It's a no, table well, of five people. What I'm saying is that we've been... Ever since the industrial age, the school system is an industrial idea. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Quick, quick, quick. It's a corporate idea. I'd say industrial. Corporate came later, but yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's designed to fill those seats in the corporate world. That's right. And go very, very quick and just put out workers quick. So yeah, get the the corporate people up up fast. Right, right. So it's very based on academic intelligence. We know today that there's more than academic intelligence, right? Not everybody needs to be smart in math. Uh, and, Our resourceful and, human being is more than just a, an academic intelligence. So, person. if if you look what the experts are saying, which there's uh, physical intelligence, the people that are able to do sports well, right? There's artistic intelligence for the musicians and the dancers. There's financial intelligence. There, there's so many emotional intelligence. There's so many forms. So, what I'm saying is that the whole system is based to reward only the person who does well in the academic intelligence. That has to change as well. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. It's interesting what you're I saying. I agree with you. But you know, now there's all these alternative schools, right? Yeah, there's uh, a, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, schools the, the, and... Well, the, yeah, also, course. to your point, we'll go back to you just one second. To your point, uh, a well-rounded human being encompasses everything, not just the academic. That's you right. Know, the behavioral, right. the discipline, That's right. the logical, the rational... It's not all academic. And then you, you can be very strong academically and not okay in so no, many but other think ways. About, think about the kid who's a little bit more artistic, right? And I'm saying this because there's a little artistic vein in me as well. Yeah. I didn't go that path. I still do it part-time, but it, it's I didn't decide to make it my career. Yeah. But let's say there's a kid with an artistic vein. And their academic side, the intellectual side, is maybe not 100% there. This kid will go through school thinking he's a failure. Yep. Won't be able to thrive in academics. And he's going to think that... The moment he can get out of it, he's going to take his chance. Well, he's gonna, he's gonna what escape. I'm saying he's is, yeah, it's like, hey, let, let's incorporate a little it bit more of that. forces you out because you don't fit the mold. That's right. Yeah. And, and and then you have uh, parents that are just obsessed with grades. Yeah. Just obsessed with grades, yeah. which mean nothing. Well, they came through the same thing, so they think that's the well, only yeah, that matters, but, right? Yeah, but think about it. Our, like us, right? That's what I'm saying. We, we, we got to think a little different. We, we got to be smarter than we got to be smarter than what we think we are. And what I mean by that, I mean, we were brought up by a certain educational system. Filter. Right? And now we're trying to teach our kids the same way. 
but that was 23, 40 years ago. Yeah, but again, it's, it's, not, not, it's not because we believe in the system. It's because we want them to, to succeed. Yeah, I know, but the precepts are different now. It's a different world. Uh-huh. That's what I'm trying to say with my parents, too. Think about it. Your parents were probably similar, but it was like, I'm either going to become a doctor, a lawyer, and an, an engineer, and an accountant. Everything else doesn't exist. Yeah. Like, those are the main things. Yeah, yeah. So, what are they thinking? And I, I say this often, but it's very, think about it. Our, my parents did great. Good for them. And I love them. But they pushed me in a structured way of living yeah. that would give me the result that they never had, yeah. right? They never got that opportunity to have the result, so they pushed that result onto me. Yeah, but at the same time, it was a plus, right? There was an advantage because it's you a plus. become better than- It's a plus, but it could also be a bad negative, man. Look, I, I just want to go back to the great, uh, the, 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 the great system that you were talking about. You know what? You know, it's, par- it's also what they were told gets the, your kid out of the working class, gets your kid out of a blue collar. That's what. It, that's the way out of a blue collar. So they figured they're rescuing you. It's not their fault. It's gonna I, get. I didn't say there's their fault. Yeah, no. They, they did what they could do with what they knew. But to, to go back to the grade uh, system, parents are so obsessed with their kids having good grades, and there's much more to that. But at the same time, when you think of uh, when you think of it, it's. I think it's related to that whole discipline thing that you're talking about. Get your kid to concentrate on studying. It's boring, it's frustrating, yes, but at the same time, you're going to benefit the results by getting a good grade. That's, like a- that's the problem. I think it's the exact opposite of that, George. Me too. I'll tell you why. I teach college, and I teach people the difference between getting learning, sorry, learning and passing a test. Those are two different things. You can study and pass a test and not and know anything. forget everything. Yeah. And then you can study and learn and maybe not pass the test, but, but get the concept. But you got the concepts. The psychology, yeah. Exactly. And philosophy I think that's more important. Things. If it were up to me, yeah, I know it's not my decision. It's I, the underlying I, philosophy. No, but I, w- I wouldn't give tests because what is a test? A test is I'm testing your knowledge today with what you've studied and what I thought of questions. Has to do Those with are the, the questions I chose today to put on the test. And maybe you missed that chapter or maybe you didn't. But I'm kind of testing you in a, in, in, in a, in a specific time. It's not fair to the potential. Well, that's right. It, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean much. I care about learning. I care about you understanding. I ter- I care about you opening your mind and getting the information and be critical about it, and adding up, like adding onto it. Sorry, not adding up, adding onto it. And then what you do is you put a pile and a pile and a pile, and all that pile then becomes your information. It becomes your knowledge of this issue. I don't care if you missed because you didn't know what a PSI was or you 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 did a wrong calculation. You know what? Even if you do wrong calculation in my test, I give you full points if if you got the, the steps, the steps, the formula. and I think that's very important. And I still see people in college today that are are stressed about writing an exam. That's because that has been pushed. Yeah, yeah. we've been taught to stress about an exam. Who cares? Don't stress. But it's yeah. it, but it's interesting because you see now there's more and more uh, of those alternative schools that are being developed. Um, I think it's great. Yeah, and it's uh, they're being funded also by the government. Like they seem to be kind of creating um, like a, a sort of parallel path um, uh, to whatever education system exists now. But the interesting thing for me is what happens when they reach that higher level of education where that like the 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 cgips and the universities are still very much concentrated on performance grades or else you fail or you pass and you have kids coming in the system that are from the other young adults 
Guys, young no, adults. no, whatever. All, young adults. All that is changing. Number one, let me just. Well, the young adults could handle that better than than, than a six six to to, to fifteen. No, because what I'm saying old. is that you're going into a system now where you've been conditioned not to worry so much about the grades and worry about the learning process, and you have all these alternative measures of teaching that you were uh, uh, that you were put through. But now you're entering a school where this is how it works now. I have two answers. The, uh, the, the first thing. I have an the first thing too. is this. I don't like when we conflate education with training. To me, they're, they're two separate things. Going to university for four years doesn't mean you're educated. It means you're trained to do what you want. If you did accounting for four years, you're trained to do accounting. You're not educated. Education has nothing to do with training. I think these are the two different things. That's yeah. number one. Yeah. Number two, what's happening now is that people are understanding that you don't need diplomas. Well, it's coming. It's coming. A lot of people are hiring people with no diplomas. A lot of people are experience. thinking now, experience. What have you done? What are you able to do? Let's see what you're able to yeah. do, and I can work with this. So, school, I think it's gonna start, it's gonna it's gonna transform, guys. You, you, you spoke about all schools, right? Mm -hmm. The whole education system is gonna change, and it has to change because it's never gonna catch up to technology. It's already behind, and in, in there's a lot of work to be done, and I think it's fine. And I'm not, again, I'm not shitting on education. I, I went to university. I did the whole, I did the whole thing. I did the right thing. Yeah. But I see it now. I, I, I see how sometimes, you I, I see gonna, the people with the diplomas and the, and the 45 initials after the names and th that don't do much. And I know the people that just say, hey, I really want to work. I want to learn this. And you know what? Full capacity. And they could go on and yeah, thrive. I'm gonna I tell see you, that. I'm going to tell you, uh, a lot of people, because of the, the, the previously existing way that we went through, the way it was managed and the way it made students uh, think and feel about the whole picture, mm -hmm. scared people from going to university because they figured it was this but worse, which in fact it was. But if you were trying to run away from it and you never really learned how to do it properly, you're like, forget that, I'm not going there. I'm just going to go to the workforce or go learn a technical trade or whatever. Well, yeah, it's, it's the idea of you, school is not for me. Right. But if you enjoy it with this new way of doing things, I think when it's time to be a young adult and say, okay, now it's your choice to go to university and, and buckle down and really focus a little harder on books and less on, on playing and less on sports, and you make a choice, I think uh, because it hasn't scared you, a lot of people are going to succeed better. You know, mm -hmm. but I, all, yeah. a lot of people, it leaves a bad taste in their mouth to be felt, to feel like you're not adequate enough because this is not structured really for you, you know, but also the corporate mm -hmm. world, it, it, you know, th th there's going to be a problem because I, I think that the corporate world is still uh, very much incorporated into the old the, guard. The, yeah. You know, it's like, like okay, three piece suits in the middle of summer. Not, not only that, yeah, I mean, that's, can, that's, can, that's, but can you imagine an engineering firm hiring someone that doesn't have an engineering department? Absolutely. The best engineers didn't come from schooling. Edison wasn't schooled. Tesla wasn't schooled. Yeah, but it's a different time. It's not a different I mean, time. Technology has advanced. No, no, There's no, no. certain things. Like, see, that's, that's the misnomer, it, man. Intelligence is... How are you going to go build a bridge if you don't understand how you know, those dynamics spend, of that engineering spend, work? Spend two years with a person building bridges, and trust me, you'll be able to build a bridge. That's true. Two years. You don't need 17 years of engineering. 
Trust Th- that would scare me to know that someone is building a bridge that, or a highway. That that's a different story. The... He's saying he's saying it's not about rewriting the book. It's 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 grasping what the book's trying to what, show. What you. I'm trying to say is, do you think the corporate world is going to come to that level where it's going to be a norm and accepted to it just already, hire people that it already has it started? Uh, you know why Google, Google, Google started, actually. but in in, in the scientific fields, yeah. Google hires engineers that are not uh, okay. So let's talk trained, about this. Not would, as engineers. Would, would you would you go to a hospital and be seen by a doctor that doesn't have a medical degree? See, the medical degree is all it does is to make you feel comfortable. It doesn't say nothing about his competence. There's people that have degrees that are incompetent, and there's people that don't have degrees that are very competent. Also, it's all about you feeling good. No, no, because it, no, no, because it's going back to what you were saying before, where you have. You know, I don't know how many de- degrees you have in accounting. You're just, you just know how to be an accountant. Account- but you know what? If no, I want to go to the hospital and I want to be seen by a doctor, I don't care that he doesn't know anything about, I mean, I don't know, the farming or anything else, but that he's no, the best I don't mean at that. M- I don't mean that. medicine. I, no, no, no. You can have a doctor that's been trained with another doctor and be able to do exactly what he needs to do. What I'm saying is this. Do you believe that there's accountants with degrees that make mistakes? Of course. All right. So the diploma means nothing. No, it's just because hu- uh, mistakes the, is a human you know, nature. You know what, You're gonna the, make you know what the diploma means? The diploma says this. This person went for four years, has this many credits, and completed. Yeah, it certifies he that you've the, been through whatever system and you're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're an accountant. He has the... But at the same time, I feel like... Who invented the plane? Uh, the Wright brothers. Yeah, well... Two guys. They're credited for it. Well, no. They're the guys. Well, you can go back to mythology By the and, time, uh, and, and, no, no, and no. credit uh, Icarus, Icarus and Daedalus, you know? When the Wright brothers were developing the plane, yeah. there was no another side. side where they had funded a couple of engineers and scientists to do the same thing and beat them. And you know who won? The Wright brothers. No education, very little knowledge, Passion. but they did it. Yeah, Just but to show... It, but, but, to no, your but, point no, no, about but, hospitals, I'm going to just say what helps... Patients heal better is usually better nurses, and they're not they don't have a diploma, and they know they do know a hell of a lot. No, about but to go back to the airplane, medicine. I mean, they succeeded after so many trials and trial and errors, right? Trials and errors. Um, imagine going to a doctor, and he's like, "Okay, well, we're gonna try this today." They, they do. No, but uh, they try a lot. Of I, I'm not saying go to a doctor that's not trained to do surgery. I'm saying the doctor doesn't need to be in an institution. He can learn from a perf- he, from another from surgeon. From another doctor, yeah, exactly. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that, that, would, that would scare me. Personally. I'm just saying, I think people, I look, guys. No, you, can, you can be taught the information that he's talking you, about yeah. on the field on from the somebody field. who practices it. When you, when you, you don't believe in coaching and mentoring. That's align a the, huge when societal align, change, though. When guys, you, we're when you about align the huge. practical with, with, uh, with the, 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 the information, when you see it side by side, it's easier to relate it to, to real life, man. Guys, it's too, too useful. guys most more pe- useful that way. 80% of people are not in the right field and they don't feel like they're in the right field. Yeah. And I... Oh, it's probably more. I just want to give yeah. this piece of information that probably. I learned and I think it's... Yeah, it's probably more. You're yeah. right. That I learned and I think it's amazing and I teach it. So I, I didn't steal it, but I got inspired by it and I teach it. I read it in Jim Collins's book, uh, Good to Great. And I teach it in every class I do. And it's simple. And if you're able to do this, or at least think about this principle, I think you can have a little bit more success in your life. And it has nothing to do with what you want to do. You could be an accountant, you could be whatever you want. A doctor, an engineer, a lawyer, whatever. It's very three simple things. Number one, you have to do something you're passionate about. And it, I don't mean passion like just passion. It has, you have to be passionate about it. You have to like what you're doing. It has to inspire you. You have to care for its evolution. You have to care, Exactly. You have to care about it. That's number one. But that's not enough. Some people just say, oh, it's my passion. Let me just go do that. Whoa, there's three components. Passion is one. 
The other thing is you have to be good at it. So a passion is one thing, but you have to be in the top maybe five, I'll say 10%, five to 10% of the people. So you have to be good at that, meaning discipline. This is where discipline comes in. Commitment, being good, practicing it. So being good. And then the third component is it has to give you money. You might not like money. People might say money's like, no, no, no. Everywhere you go, people ask you for it. Money's important. Yeah. Figure that out, right? So the three put together will give you a more, well, a better life or at least more chance to success. So what is it? It's passion. Be good at it. And it has to give you some kind of reward, monetary yeah. reward. And, and you're saying that the, the the majority of the people just focus on obviously the financial thing. Okay, oh, there's good money with well, this job or that field, and they follow that path, but they don't necessarily have the passion, well, or they're not necessarily good right. at it. Exactly. So you need all three, and you know what? Schools have to kind of give you a direction in that. So w w I'm going back to school. So when it's everything is academic. A person that has, I don't know, uh, I'll, I'll bring back the artistic side. A person that has more of artistic, an artistic side, he can't thrive in that environment. He'll never get the right components. He's never going to get the right material to move forward. He's always going to be stumped, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So now, look, the, 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 the sports industry has understood something very, 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 very important and has understood it a long time ago. Coaching. Coaching and mentoring. Guys, it's very, very important. The business world now understands it. So you have people that want to be millionaires or whatever. They have coaches. People understand that the power of coaching, the power of having a mentor. I, I spoke about Alexander the Great before. Where Alexander the Great had Aristotle. Aristotle in the time wasn't just a philosopher. A philosopher in ancient Greece wasn't just philosophy. These guys knew a lot of stuff. They yeah. were able to, un to understand all the different disciplines and the different facets of life, and they were able to give you advice. History, with science. Everything. Yeah. And that would give you more success. So I think the world is coming back to that, and I think it is morphing. And you're talking about a, a societal change. Yeah. Yeah, we need a societal Stronger change, culture. Guys. Right? Agricultural age, industrial age, information age, well, question mark for the next one, but there's something, and we're preparing it now. Look, yeah. I definitely feel, uh, and I saw that going into university where I thought, uh, actually going through CGIP, that that's where you were going to develop, you know, an idea of what you wanted to do, and then going to university. Waste. Waste. It, no, I don't think it's a waste. I just think that the way I had understood it was that you're going to take two years in this establishment and you're going to figure out what you want to do so that when you go into university, you're going to be in a field that interests you and that you want to evolve in. Right. Uh, I didn't get that. I didn't feel that. Uh, no. So I went into university like thousands of other kids, not knowing what I, what I was doing. Really not knowing. So you're not the only one. Of course not. I'm not the only one. And I agree with you. The, the, there's a majority of the, 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 the kids and the adults that go into the system, they go in, completely lost they come out because they feel the pressure of accomplishing that degree in three or four years or whatever the time is and then they come out and think damn that's not what i wanted and then there's that debate that happens in their minds do i go back into another field or i don't want to lose that time let me just go into the um into the workforce with whatever i studied that's a travesty man yeah and then they're stuck and then they're stuck and and then I, i've said this on a different podcast i think i don't remember but i i believe that too I believe most people, they'll work hard enough, right, not to get fired, and they'll get paid just enough not to quit. Yeah. And that balance is called 
mediocrity. It's called the rut. Com- right? Stuck in a rut. Yeah, you're, you're in that rut. Yeah. And then you know what? You're like, oh, man, I I, th- I think I'm doing right. Yeah. Well, I need this job. The, the fear I can't of, go to school it's again. It's also the fear of extending beyond your comfort zone. Yeah. So what happened to the magic of part-time? Why can't you keep working at a job that needs yeah. to pay the bills, but work on something on the side? Yeah. Right? Develop another skill. Maybe start your own business, yeah. a side business. Start tutoring. Start coaching. Whatever you're going to do. I'm just saying. It's like there's so many options today, and I still see people struggling the, with things like that. The proof the proof that, there's, that it's flawed is that People go through everything George just described, and after they made this big decision and went through it because of all these added pressures, because you know you're losing years of your life here. You did it all wrong. You're unhappy. You're not where you should be positioned. Where this is supposed to put you in the right position. Well, that's why. That's why I'm very conscious of this, and we spoke about awareness. That's how we started the conversation. Yeah. Awareness and, and being conscious. Yeah. Right. Conscientiousness. I think uh, yeah. Jordan Peterson calls yeah. it. All right. So. With Yerasimo, with my kid, that's just to bring it back to, to parenting, I don't ask him, what do you want to be when you grow up? I ask him questions, and he can't answer yet, but I ask him questions like, who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? What kind of person? What do you see? No, but you, you want to lead? You want to do this? What kind of person? I find asking somebody, what do you want to be as a profession, is limiting everything in that person's yeah. ability to do yeah. and excel in life. Yeah. We should, As parents, we should never ask What do you want to be? Who do you want to be? And who are you? What are you good at? Yeah. What do you hate doing? What do you like doing? Let me ask you, how do you learn? Yeah. Do you hate? These are the questions. And then, you know what? As a parent, you got to guide and say, hey, man, you're really strong here. And there used to be this kind of mentality or culture where, oh, you're weak here, George. You got to get lessons here. You got to read. No, that's wrong. If you're strong somewhere, you get more lessons to become even stronger there. You don't need to make every weakness a strength. That is wrong. Yeah. That is wrong. So it's it's the questions we ask. And you know what? Everybody, look, even in the books we read, hey, what do you want to be? I want to be a policeman. I want to be a firefighter. I want to be this. No, man. Start teaching kids to-do lists, not to-do lists, to-be lists. Yeah, but at the same time, I think that the infrastructure isn't is there either. And it's funny that we're talking about this now because... Um, a friend of mine they went today this morning with their kid it's like this aritude you know it's like the what is like that? it's like a, an art studies uh, okay. school so the and their actual school actually suggested that look you know we're partnered with this other school in the same school commission um, and it's focused on kids that have more of an artistic leaning maybe you should try it out blah 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 so they went and checked it out and the kid was interested uh, you know they went on one of those information sessions and I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool, you know. If he likes it, why not, you know, uh, take a look at it. And he goes, yeah, we got to wake up early to, you know, today actually, because mm-hmm. uh, he has an audition. I'm like, okay, and he's like, it's gonna last two hours. I'm like, what do you mean two hours? No. Which kid is gonna last through a two-hour audition? Yeah. So what happens if you know whoever that are that are looking into you know these these auditions, you know, they, they, they're gonna grade the kid on I don't know what grounds let's say for example they refuse him because two hours which kid has an attention span of two no, hours it, it, what kind of audition is it is it an interview no it's it's yeah there's an interview and then there's like a written thing uh and then there's like um a musical audition i think he's gonna play the violin and then there's a singing uh, guys that that is not okay 
Isn't that crazy? We do understand that an audition or interview is no, a filtering. That, that's not so bad. No, but what I'm saying is, I, I'm, it, I'm just thinking it's that a filtering two hours process, is, is huge. It's, it's a, a filtering it's a, yeah, process. Yeah, it's a filtering process. That's fine. It's like, you know what? I, we'll I, try 500, and you know what? We're going to put our effort on the top 50, because that's, that's, that's what we want to do. I'm just happy that they haven't really taken it that serious. They're like, look, whatever happens, happens. The kid likes it. If we, if it goes through, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just ride that wave, you know, if it, if it happens. And, you know, I, I like that kind of attitude because if they were so focused on having their kid in that school, but two hours, I can't even last two hours. Imagine an eight-year-old kid. Are you kidding? The, the reality is that every parent wants the best for their kid, but no parent really understands that sometimes they're the obstacle. Well, that's because uh, back to the beginning of the yeah, conversation. Of the that's why the beginning is very we important. Question, we have to start questioning our reflexes and our instincts. Why did I ref- yeah. why did I take that decision in that moment? Yeah, why why did I have that reflex? And, and why to, do I think like this? Why? why and you have like to. And it goes back to your point where you know let's let's work on your strengths rather than point out your weaknesses so you can feel like shit. Mm. You know. I'm very interested to see it's, how it's these... A, it's a reflex. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because we've all come through that same system and we've developed these reflexes to do the common, which is probably an error, to, to work on those yeah. weaknesses all the time instead of and ignoring the strengths while you're doing it. Yeah, you know? and you know what? And it's because of that system has has, has created these reflexes to us. For and us. yeah, and like, look, obviously all your experiences, everything you've learned, everything you've heard, everything you've seen, builds your filter. And then all the information that comes in you filter that information through the filter that you've built, yeah. right? And every parent has a different filter. Every person has a different filter. But when you start seeing, because think about it, there's no right and wrong, right? There's no right and wrong. No. But there's like, if I do something, does it support what I'm doing? So a lot of parents sometimes, it's like they want to push their kid to do certain things, but it doesn't really support what they really want, right? They think it does. And that's why I'm saying sometimes the that obstacle is the parent a lot of times when parents want to give too much and they want to do too much it's like sometimes they paint the the confusing picture that's the obstacle yeah but you know what look as a parent you got a guide yeah as a parent though i can and i'm obviously living proof of it it's very difficult to judge in your mind if you are an obstacle or if you're doing it because you want your kid to excel or you want to challenge you're your always kids both. Or, you it doesn't I mean? matter. I'll give you, you, an, I'll give you an example. I, th- I think you're always both. It's I'll, about managing whether 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 your child you think likes it or not. Whatever you're putting, you know, your your child through, in your head, you're thinking, you know what? Let me push him. If he doesn't like it, uh, you know, maybe we'll take a decision. But at least I want him to progress, or I want him to learn some discipline. Like I put my daughter in karate because I thought it's gonna be nice to discipline. Then I realized that at two years old, dude, she can, she can she didn't have the no, attention span. Yeah. We also have to be very careful. I'll give you an example. We have to be very very careful. And this is maybe it kind of manifests a little bit more clearly when we're older. But I'll give you an example. Um, my mom. Great mom, big heart, love. She, she's given me so much, and and my dad too. But I'll give you an example. I got to a point where I wanted to do different things in my life, so I took I took different risks, right? And uh, I wanted to make a certain amount of money, call it whatever, call it X, which was a lot of money in my mind. Yeah. Now my mom worked a job, never made more than twelve hundred bucks a month. How is she going to give me the right advice for me to go and get what I want? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but you see where the disconnect is? And we have to be conscious of that because if your kid wants to get a certain result... You're the obstacle. You could be the obstacle yeah. if you're giving the advice when you're so far from that result. I understand, but uh, inversely, if you think of it the other way, because your parents didn't know much more than they did and they pushed you, 
and they forced you, even though you probably didn't like it or whatever, maybe it forged a certain character trait in you to develop the instinct that you have now to say, you know what, I'm going to go that way. I'm going to do Like, you know what, you have that intellect. You're talking about the basics. I don't know about that. The fundamentals. I don't know Not about only that. fundamentals. I'm just thinking that maybe the the way the, your the parents fun- raised you, even though it wasn't the right way because that's all they knew at that point Look, in time, it forged your character. It pushed you to develop your, your yourself in a way where now you have that capacity to take those you know risks. What you're saying is that old school... Uh, old school lessons with of uh uh you know hard work uh focus uh commitment responsibility will never get old that will never get old so them teaching him that it's always been a good thing to teach people he's just taking that to this modern world yeah this is where the mom's his mom is has a speech she can't help him in the modern world i'm just thinking those are fundamentals forever yeah no but well look look i'm just thinking that because we have that mindset that we have now where we're a bit more lenient with our kids we want to do things differently than our parents our kids going to become weaker or you know what i mean yeah look we it could be a philosophical conversation but just to sum just to sum it up from here to here is fundamentals. They never change. What you just said, yep. they never change. They These are the values and the principles of living. This is this is this is the the the, the share. This is the good, individual do in bad. a family in a society. That's right. yeah. This is what you do. Then after that, there's man, the sky's the limit. After that, yeah. So if you keep listening to everything your parents tell you or your peers or your group, you can maybe go here. If you want to go here, you got to adopt a different mentality. It's a different mindset. So what I'm saying is that if you keep listening, that's when the advice becomes an obstacle because they're still here. They're operating from here. Yeah. And it depends. It, it, it could be in sports. It could be in success. It could be whatever it is. I'm just saying some, we have to be, I think we're smart enough today to be aware of the advice we give our kids. I stopped saying things like you should, this is how it is. I try to learn as much. And sometimes it's like we're hard-headed, we're stubborn with certain things, and you know what? Maybe we're not doing the right thing. That's so that's all it I, is. I do say I would. I would is I a good one. I say that a lot. I would do that. A lot, a lot, a And lot. why? You know? Yeah, I thought I, I try to say, you know, you decide, but I think I would have done it like You're that. also, George, your kids are also a little bit younger, so you, you haven't gotten in, in, in that psychology I'm yet. still in a don't do this, just yeah, because you, I know you, that if you do it, you're going to... You're still here, man. You're, you're building this. You're no, going to destroy the house, or you're going to destroy <laughs> your, your head, or something's going to break in your body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, you stay there for a while, but you you also touch the 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 the, the, pers- the changing perspective and the the question of everything. You know, it, it slowly gets introduced alongside with that. Uh-huh. The, the end of that is timed with the new concepts of life, of the world, of you know. Yeah. So basically, the old world. Well, let's say our parents' generation was. Think about it. Ninety percent was discipline. You had to be disciplined, right? Everything was disciplined. Without everything discipline, was about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the ten percent was like, okay, ambition, the bigger words, right? Ambition and yeah. do this and vision. And today, though, ninety percent is vision and ambition, and ten percent discipline, and that definitely won't work. No one's on, no one's accountable. <laughs> that will definitely not work. Yep. Maybe the mix is 50-50. Maybe the mix is sixty forty. I know the mix ninety percent. Those values that we're describing this part. It's, this is this is the values that that you develop that if this is the values that people judge you and like you if they don't like you you're out yeah you need you need that you need to be liked by people you need to be accepted by people people you people you need people to to to, to enjoy your company yeah, yeah if you're not pleasant if you're not fair if you're not all these things 
you're not going to be very successful. Yeah. You need, you need, you need like a strong, uh, you know, a, a, a strong network, I guess. You need, you need people to, to, to support you, not, not to be against you. And, and yeah. these fundamentals give you the tools. And like you said, the sky's the limit. Once you're likable, once you're, you, you know how to adapt. Yeah, the basics. Once you could position yourself and, and, and you know what, maybe I should shut my mouth now. That's right. No, but fix the foundation. Maybe I should speak up now. Fix the foundation and then fly later. Don't start flying if the foundation Along is Along with not those there. fundamentals, the one component that gets forgotten is teaching confidence. Yeah, but where's confidence come from? Confidence comes from one thing. Competence. Competence. If yeah. you don't feel competent, you can't be confident. And if you feel confident, you know you're phony. But you can after- you can teach all these fundamentals without with with teaching inadequacy. Also, yeah. I should I should respect because I'm stupid enough. I'm too stupid. I should I should shut my mouth because I'm too stupid. That's right. I shouldn't talk in this moment because I'm too stupid. That's right. It teaches discipline. It teaches these. But you lost that whole other yeah, confidence yeah, and competence. And that comes into hierarchy. And like when you when you when you enter a meeting, right? And there's couple of people I'll give you a generic example there's people that have been doing something for 40 50 years yeah. right 30 40 years experience and there's a newcomer that comes in and he wants to be heard on on the spot it's like you have he didn't buy his time not exactly yeah. not he didn't yet. choose his moment you know what because he's overly you're confident still too. at the two ears one mouth yeah. there's two ears right so that's the order keep doing that for a little bit and then then the input yeah right yeah. but when you teach confidence too quickly and it's not based on merit yeah then you get delusion. Yeah, yeah. And delusion is not good because now you think you're going to give people with 40 years experience and tell them what to do. That's when you are your own limit in the sky. That's right. Yeah. But at the same time, with all the changes happening right now, you have a situation where those people that have that 40 year experience they think they know it all when in reality that newcomer that's true that has the information to kind of bring you to the next level and you're blocking it out right that's why you're right because it becomes a you know they're hard-headed they're like you know no no i have 40 years of baggage i mean where where do you come from i always say to you guys i never discredit completely the new generation because after i go they're staying yeah and they're 100 percent of the future and and they're 100 percent of the future and I've always embraced technology. It's just who I am. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna most the most high tech guy, but I'll never talk against evolving. Mm-hmm. You know, in 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 that in that regard. So this is where these these people you're talking about. It's their philosophy that's flawed. It's and not their experience. Exa- exa- but the thing is that. But, but the thing is yeah. that the advancement has happened so quickly that there's this disconnect, right, between of the, the people that are there now yeah. and the new generation that comes in, yeah. and it. It, like people are butting heads because yeah. people don't want to accept change. Like, change is here. It's always. And here. you're right. And you're right. It's a good point you brought up because it, it is both ways. And you need, I think, the most important skill today in the workforce, in a classroom, in any kind of setting, is listening. Listening is an art. People don't listen. Most people listen just to prepare what they're going to say next, yep. and they don't take time to process the information. And there's back to an adage, an old adage again. It says, knowledge speaks, wisdom listens. And there's a reason why people need to listen. And the older generation needs to listen more. You need to always be listening to to try and find that information. And then you figure out, okay, what do I do with this now? But being stubborn and with 40 years of experience is no, no advantage with somebody that listens and has zero years experience. So I'll go with a guy with a zero years experience that's willing to listen to the attitude. It's a better that's philosophy. what I'm telling you today. Google's hiring people. Yeah. Come with the right attitude. You'll learn. 
Right. I, so I, you need a good mix of both. I think I remember. Uh, and you also need the adaptability. I, I was talking with a, a friend of ours, uh, Nectar, who was, uh, he's consulting now with different companies and everything. And he was telling me how he was working with a company that for the longest time had this marketing team that really wasn't doing fuck all. Right. And then from one day to the next, they, 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 they had to reshape and they hired this kid that had absolutely zero uh, experience and everybody uh, hated. zero diploma and he came in because the guy he's you know part of the new generation and he knew everything about social media social media marketing so he had uh, trends he and had everything experience. He, he saw everything in a broad yeah, scope. Yeah, but his experience wasn't linked to the education. He didn't, he didn't have company experience. It, no, no, no. He it's had not real experience. Wait, he, had, he had the experience that isn't linked to whatever education uh, is attached. Because the, the, you, now they're just starting George, to study these that's things, That's exactly right? what we're saying. That's that's my point before. And the company that's hires the this future. kid. That's who, the future, guys. Who's working from his house in his pajamas and completely revolutionizing right. his company. That's what I'm saying. That's the future. Yeah, because these 40-year-old veterans, a lot of them, they're dealing with uh, the, f- the fear of absolution. They're on their way out, and they're fighting. Yeah, yeah. You have to evolve. You have to adapt. You have to accept. You have to learn. You never stop learning. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. If you choose to stop learning, you're out. Be a student for life. People stop learning. You know, people stop, you know, you know when... You can't stop accepting. You know generally when people stop learning, when they land their first job. That's usually when you stop learning. Yeah, you're going to learn tactic strategy a little skill because because of your day-to-day but fundamentally people stop learning yeah the, meaning what i mean by stop learning they're close to new ideas and, and you have to and accept you that you're wrong too and change right change. people hate change yeah Nobody change frightens change. people yeah you know it frightens people it's threatening change is threatening and i think nito kubain says this the only person that welcomes change is a baby in wet diapers everybody else is afraid of it Right, only a baby is going to say change me. I mean, it's, it's going to start crying. Change. Everybody else is afraid of change, and nobody will change unless the pain of not changing is greater. That's right. The second you feel that the pain that you need to change, now you're going to change. If the pain is not there, yeah. you're not going to change. It's like revolution. You don't. You only get up and pick up in arms, and there's nothing left to fight for. Yeah, that's a great point. And I think on that we're gonna we're gonna end uh, the podcast. Uh, Thanks. There's everyone. so much more to say. You wanna you wanna keep going? <laughs> no, 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 it's good. Well, uh, we gotta save some for next time. Thanks a lot. Everyone. I gotta go to soccer. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> soccer has become the thing. Yeah. Chris has go, to go, go, to, go, 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 go. Chris go, has go, to go, go to soccer. George has to go enjoy his birthday with his family. And thank you all for listening. I didn't get my muffin. <laughs> I forgot. Sorry, Chris forgot the muffin. I had the candle. I was ready. supposed to pick it up on, had, the, on the drive here. I had the little candle ready. <laughs> thank you all for listening. Uh, don't forget follow, subscribe, comment. Uh, we're on every social media platform and everywhere else where you get your podcast or you view your podcast. Correct uh, us and disprove us if you have to. Thank you. Yeah, let us know what you think. Comment, uh, like, and share. Like I said, and uh, thanks again. We'll see you on the next episode.